0: Welcome to episode eight of the Agile Software Development Podcast. In this episode, I'm taking you through the five skills you need for managing complex projects from Elizabeth Harrin. Elizabeth is the author of the blog at girlsguidetopm.com. Elizabeth started this blog back in 2006 when she realised that there weren't enough women writing and speaking about project management. Not a blog post specifically from the Agile domain, but this blog post has so many great points and many points that are so relevant to Agile software development. Now, Elizabeth runs a group mentoring programme with Project Management Rebels, as well as mentoring project managers individually. You'll find more about Project Management Rebels at projectmanagementrebels.com. Back to this episode, though. Elizabeth takes us through what makes a complex project and then talks us through five skills. Adaptability, collaboration, communication, expertise and leadership. Oh, and as Elizabeth points out at the end, these skills also help a lot on the not-so-complex projects too. The five skills you need for managing complex projects by Elizabeth Harrin at girlsguide2pm.com. Sometimes projects can seem a bit overwhelming. I know, I've cried with frustration after a meeting where totally the wrong people put together an unachievable plan. Complexity adds to the overwhelm. Not only are you feeling that the project is like a cat you can't get in the carrying case to take to the vet, but there are a ton of other complicating factors. Tara Simon spoke about this at the Digital Project Management Summit in 2016. She shared examples from her experience on complex projects and gave us tips on how to manage the work when it seems unmanageable. Before I get into that, we need to clarify what we're talking about. So what makes a complex project? Difficult projects and complex projects are not the same thing. Tara talked about the things that make a project complex, and it isn't to do with how difficult it is. These are the things that make projects complex. 1. Involvement of many teams and stakeholders. Complexity comes from having lots of different people involved in the project. This could be on the customer side, where they have lots of stakeholders who need just to be involved or because a mix of suppliers or just because the project touches lots of different teams within the business and they all need to be kept in the loop. Two, numerous moving parts. She explained about how her company had to standardise and bring together 12 disparate government websites. Projects with multiple strands or work streams are necessarily more complex than when you have one thing to do. There's just more to juggle and more plates to spin. Three, the timeline for the project. Short timelines or immovable dates can make a project complex, in conjunction with other factors, I'd say. On Terra's website project, her design agency were not allowed to slip their dates, but another external vendor, procured directly by the client, not a subcontractor, was running behind on the brand design. Terra's team had to start work on the website project without knowing what the final site branding would be. They finally got the approved brand four to five months after the development project started. When they saw the brand files, they realised they weren't web compliant. The colours, the font were not optimised for the web and that caused the additional complexity for the website project team. 4 budget and other constraints. Finally, there might be other constraints around the budget that increase complexity. This isn't totally the way I would define complexity on projects. Terra implied, but didn't specifically call out, that complexity often happens as a result of a degree of uncertainty, unknowns and interdependencies. However you define it, let's talk now about the skills you need to manage complex projects. Complexity coping skill number one, adaptability. You have to realise that things are going to change. This happens on all projects, but on complex projects it's even more the norm than usual. Being flexible and willing to adapt is a really important skill, but something hard to do, especially if you have a plan that you want to follow. Tara shared a situation where her team had not been flexible and they had lost the client. You have to pick up on the signs that they are giving you, she said. Being able to read and interpret the small signals from project stakeholders, users and customers is key to not getting caught out. As a project manager, you have immense power to do something about those signals. You aren't stuck. You have the power to make the change, so make The change. Complexity coping skill number two, collaboration. You have to be able to listen and work with your team, but also your project sponsor or client. Tara urged us to remember that for the people at the top of the project hierarchy, this isn't their normal job. No one ever taught a client how to be a client, she said. The same goes for a lot of in house project sponsors. While some companies do train sponsors, on what their role is. Most project sponsors, in-house or otherwise, have no clue about what they are supposed to do on a project and why they are there. Working together is a great way to help shake out those relationships. Tara also gave a tip about how to make the collaboration work. Having a process map for a complex project is crucial, she said. It helps you visualise what you are doing. She recommended mapping out how the project is going to unfold and the key points, especially where you need input from the stakeholders. Then you can get it out and show people using it to help them understand the work. Complexity coping skill number three. Communication. Process maps are a good communication tool, especially if you do what Tira suggests and have a printed out version that you could spread on a conference room table. That face-to-face communication and being hands-on is so different from virtual communication tools. Tira pointed out that today we rely so much on digital means for communications. It's easy to forget to get up and have a real conversation with people when the Slack app is just there. Tira's other tip in this area is to create as much visibility as possible. You don't want your team to be sitting there not knowing if they are working on the right thing. Be transparent and share, share, share. At some point, they might even listen. Complexity coping skill number four. Expertise. You do need some level of expertise before managing a really large project. But in reality, you don't always get to have the expertise you need before tackling a large project. In that situation, I'd advise getting a mentor. It's really valuable to have someone to turn to for all the things that you can't quite deal with alone. Actually, you probably can deal with them alone because you have to. And project managers tend to thrive on the problem-solving aspects of the job. But it's always nice to have someone to chat to and offload onto And that's where a mentor can be amazingly helpful. Complexity coping skill number five. Leadership. Leaders have to be a cheerleader and a bulldozer at the exact same time. You have to be able to look at the whole scope of everything and make it tangible. Project management is untangling the most complex problem and making it tangible. She talked about being able to lead a team and also lead a room, which is important for effective project meetings, whether your room is virtual or an actual physical building where you can all hang out. She recommended having a document in place detailing who can make decisions about the project and having the sponsor sign up to it. This can help you avoid what Tira called swoop and poop which is where an exec comes along and poops all over your project. If they aren't on the list, then they don't get to tell you what to do. I can't see this working in every situation. Some execs will have the power to override what your sponsor signed up to, but it's certainly a trick I'm going to try. The skills for managing complex projects also help you on the not-so-complex projects. It's easy to know what skills you need you just read about them. It's harder to develop those skills so that you can take on the complex projects and not be reduced to a quivering wreck. A good starting point is building your business acumen more generally. This can really help to see the bigger picture and change your outlook, which in turn builds your expertise, develops your leadership skills, helps you communicate more effectively and just be fab at your job. You just listen to the post, the five skills you need for managing complex projects. From Elizabeth Harrin at girlsguidetopm.com. And those skills, adaptability, collaboration, communication, expertise, and leadership, all critical. And whilst this was a project management-orientated blog post, these five skills are equally critical in agile projects. There can be no excuses for not. 1. Having a willingness to adapt. 2. Actively collaborating with your client or customer. 3. Being transparent and sharing. 4. Seeking out a mentor to improve your skill set. And finally, leading your team by making the complex tangible. As Elizabeth says though, it's easy to know what skills you need. It's harder to develop those skills. Ultimately, it's your responsibility for putting the effort in to develop these skills. And that's it for today. I'm Bill Eklund, your narrator for the Agile Software Development Podcast.